0: Don't flip me off. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Jeff and Casey Show.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Jeff and Casey Show. The finest hour of podcast magic.
0: On the Wafting
1: internet. interiors on the internet, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, I, I have a feeling that I- if nothing else, we will outlast all the other podcasts. Because since there's really no money in it, I feel like a lot of other people will kind they're of They're focusing away. on the monetization. They're focusing on the monetization. They're Where focusing on the focused... team. They're focusing on the team monetization yeah. in a safe and legal manner whereas we are neither safe legal nor interested in monetizing. Yes, and nor so, teen-friendly. Nor teen-friendly, like, that's a good point. We're marked explicit, we, we, so they can't even listen to this. We
0: prefer that they really start listening. We're in like their a hard 30s. R. We want them... I was, I, we're I no PG-13. We want people to start listening in their 30s. Yeah, that's like 30-plus. So at at yeah, 30-plus is fine.
1: Well, that's convenient because I have a feeling that nobody under 30 does listen to this podcast. This probably. is true.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, so so, Jeff, I feel like... I don't want to start things off on the wrong foot. I'll mm-hmm. uh, say, that, say that right off the bat. Don't want to start things off on the wrong foot. Okay. However, again, having been working on the Jeff and Casey show site so in my spare time.
0: Just you're, just, get, you're in the HTML, the world of HTML. No, so I, gotta,
1: I, I got out of that. Okay, you're done with ago. that? Yeah. So so, okay. the way I actually, so the way I do it now. You're um,
0: not. The, oh, right. You're, now, you're in the world of JavaScript. You're not in the world of HTML. I'm
1: really in the world of nothing now. I'm, okay. I'm actually very happy with it right okay. now. I mean, there are some things that annoy me. I guess, well, hey, it's a Jeff and Casey show. Time for a tangent on the tangent right. that was not even supposed to be a topic on the show. <laughs> I will explain to you how I actually do this, which is actually kind of interesting. I, I'm going to write it up at some point. So, long time ago, I, long, long, long ago, in, in a time far away, mm-hmm. uh, like in 1999 or something. Right. I realized that you could Darth do CSS yeah, yeah, rule yeah. the galaxy sort of I realized that you could do animation in uh, on HTML web pages. there was nothing like this like everyone was using flash and stuff and I was like oh okay I could update these on a timer and I had my first site I don't know if you remember funkytroll.com, had these like words that would fly in from the side oh, and yeah, shit yeah, yeah, that yeah. would animate and stuff and people were like oh that's really cool and I was like oh great this is going to be so neat or whatever but I didn't really have any website stuff to do or whatever So I, you know, really never did anything like that or worked on web stuff. Much later, when I had to do websites, I came back to it, and the world was not that. Like, dynamic HTML was not the thing anymore. It was, like, CSS plus all of these things. And I looked at it, and I'm like, this is way the fuck... Like, it was trivial back then for me to just have these things that were flying around the screen doing all this crazy shit. And now, like, what the fuck is all of this? It's, like, it's this nightmarish, like... Hodgepodge of things that well, don't
0: work particularly well, right? Sorry I think just. it's very. Uh, it, it lines up very well with normal object orientation because, okay. like, if for example, if you look at the Rad web page, all right, and you delete the CSS, yeah, like you say, view source or something, yeah, the page is has minimal markup on it. Mm-hmm. Like, it everything is. I went. I was very careful yes. to do everything. Because I did all that and I generate it. and I did it by the book in the sense that our web page is content only. Like everything else, including the placement of shit on the page. Like if you run it normally with like an old browser, it will work on a text browser and like the menus come out as like DBs. Like it's everything. Okay, all right, yeah. And there is something satisfying about doing that. Okay. In the sense of you've separated – the layout from the content and all right. that. In the same way, there is something satisfying about writing something object oriented, where you're like, nice and like, oh, it's this clean little cubic okay. zirconium of like the file. Like, I'm when, not sure when, I follow you, but keep going. Well, like when you create something. Especially like my first object-oriented programming thing. Yeah. You feel good about it because you haven't had to hook it to anything yet. It hasn't gotten nasty. You haven't had to deal with like, right. oh, I've got half of the code in the header file. Of okay. Code CPP. All right. It's all just sitting okay. there. I mean, I see where you're going.
1: I, I, will, I will refrain from disagreeing yeah, from right so now. I see I guess, where you're going. I see where you're going with But
0: this, this is – it is only satisfying in a completely like – An important uh, way. Kind of like an Aspie way of like, oh, I just did this thing and I cleaned, uh, in in OCD, I cleaned my desk. Right. And by the way, I cleaned my desk as I took everything I was supposed to do and put it in a drawer. (laughs) Right. Like, that's there. After 10 years of Rad's website being like this, I can tell you there is absolutely not a single win from doing that. Right. (laughs) And since then, and since then, yeah. I'm captain, absolute captain, div style. Like I just Go tables put, everywhere. I, whatever. I, I, yeah, it's just, just go to town. yeah, because because yeah. na- I've always auto-generated that. Yes, thing, yes, So I can so I can do that. Right. And so it used to just like because the the awesome thing about CSS, it doesn't even like abstract what you want in the. You can't say like establish constants for, like, background color equals this, and then refer oh, yeah, no, to background complete... color everywhere. Right, so, right, like, right. I have something that auto-generates a CSS, so I only have to gener- set the color once. Okay. Like, stupid shit like that. You're like, yeah. I don't even know what yeah. you guys try. Like, that's the number one thing, is, yeah. like, oh, I want to change, like, my okay. layout and colors, and everything still needs to work. Okay. You have to manually go find everywhere you did like pound Yeah, they've got a FF, lot of F four, yeah, They
1: they introduce stuff to try and address that, of course.
0: Of course. Yeah. But so Anyway, so my point now is I just like uh, my two my two recommendations when everyone's like, Oh, I gotta do HTML, I'm like, div style, baby. Don't bother okay. with anything, just put a div style. If that doesn't work, just div style around that. Like so after I, some number... Number okay. one, yeah. Oh, this is just my these are just tips. Yeah, dip number style, one, okay. and then you can do your super thing, which I would yes. like to do. I just okay. haven't had time to. Yeah, and then the next thing is, uh, absolute, right? With no position special specified. Oh, okay. Dib style absolute. What? Wrap, and then inside that, okay. Dib style relative. Okay. That lets you from where the. Position is on the screen, Okay. move something somewhere else, All and right. then it still continues to flow from there. Okay. Which is what you'd think Div Relative right. would fucking do.
1: <laughs> Relative leaves the hole. It just like, it a leaves, hole. Hole. And it leaves yeah. the hole. It leaves oh, the hole. Oh, and that's I'm it's sorry. so amazing. Wait, wait, let me, say, let me be clear. I love the hole. Div,
0: uh, div style equals absolute, width equals zero picks. Okay. Because at least that still leave, the right. div, and then it's like, hey, then wherever you're at, right? You can be like negative ten, and put you're like okay. So, so like literally, when I have like, why the fuck is there two fucking spaces <laughs> at the end of that paragraph? I don't even think about it. Div absolute div absolute with height relative minus ten, and just go whoop, <laughs> just bring it up. I just fuck it, <laughs> fuck it. So anyway. That is is well, that. That is my manhandling okay. HTML.
1: So I don't like any of that stuff yeah. at all. I, I am totally not I, – I do not accept HTML, CSS <laughs> at all. I think they are complete garbage, nonsense, and I refuse yeah. to use them. So, yeah, what I decided to do is I'm just like – I'm going to just go back to the way I used to do it back in the day where I just say where I fucking want the shit on the screen. <laughs> so it's like it goes here. Yep. So that's relatively easy to do because really all you have to do, right, is you just make divs with absolute positioning and you put them where you want them. Yep. It's very straightforward. And the interesting thing about it is it works everywhere. So I've never had a cross-browser bug. Right. Which is insane, right. right? Because normally you do the CSS. It's like it's completely different on different browsers.
0: So you do the layout by hand, right? Right. And then you do it. How do you know? So how? how well, hold on a second. So let me. So are. here's
1: what I'm going to tell you. So okay. now we'll, we'll get into the. So, so that's the way I wanted to do it. So yeah. I'm like, all right, let's 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 do it this this way, and I'll just do it that way. Because again, one of the nice things about it, like a, a affordance that I have that other people don't have, obviously, is that I never really have to do web stuff. For my livelihood. Right. Right. So if, you know, if I do something whack ass crazy and it doesn't really work, it's no skin off my back. It's mm-hmm. like, so my site's janky. Who cares? It was right. like me doing some stuff that I wanted to experiment with. It's not about shipping a final product to a user, right? right. Which it makes a big difference because obviously if you're like, I'm trying to ship CNN.com, you know, you're, you got to sweat. The you know the outcome of that site or whatever. Except for not the that fact, they do,
0: but right. I mean, if I was if right. I was
1: in charge of that, I wouldn't. Well, maybe also, be so but, but either CNN way,
0: CNN would just be like bracket body plane still <laughs> missing <laughs> yeah. bracket slash body. That would be enough. No, it
1: wouldn't be. play They would never write plane still missing. They'd be like, is plane still missing <laughs> or or have we found like like there'd be a question and then it would be like no.
0: Yeah, this we, is going to be on in a month. This podcast, so it'll be yeah. interesting. It probably I, still, yeah, yeah, they'll no probably risk, still be looking.
1: No risk. There's CNM yeah. will still be looking for that plane. Sean
0: Sean mentioned that there was a. A uh, uh, site somebody linked to of uh, missing planes. Okay. We lose a plane a year. We do? Yeah. And, and there's like no. going back to like 1950s. No. So, yeah, the Pacific is fucking huge. We lose a plane lose a year. We just It's just, this is one of the ones where they just like, we got to monetize this plane. We okay. need it. We need, okay. to, All right. this is a story. This is
1: like, we need a story, people.
0: Uh huh. And okay. so of those 50, apparently, and I'm, I'm telling you what Sean said. I will Google, Google, try to find it. But apparently of the 50, we've only found three. Really? So we, fa- we did find eventually wreckage of those three. The so rest ch- of them are just So gone.
1: chances are good that this plane is not going to get This bound.
0: story could be going right. all the way to Christmas. CNN needs to milk it. Right, all right. right.
1: Okay. So it's yeah. kind of like uh it's like one of those new shows where like they have one crime for the whole season and they right. keep looking into it. It's like that that CNN's going with that model right. now. They're like we're, we're gonna I, this plane's gonna be we're gonna be finding out little shit about this, this plane, plane all year. Yeah. yeah. Well
0: the other thing is I just I watched Anchorman two last night. Okay. It's fucking horrible. I'm it's sure. like it is poorly active, they're, they're sure they're totally money cash. Yeah. However, yeah. the sat, the one bit of satire in there they did was that Ron Uh, That Ron – what's his name? Burgundy. Burgundy is the inventor of the modern news thing. And he, in the course of a couple weeks while he's on the air, invents the, you know, uh, like America is awesome segment. Okay. All right. Um, uh, Like sports where it's just like home run, home run, slam dunk football. Like the guy yelling while – and they don't show any – they don't talk about it. They just show the highlights and him yelling. Yeah. And How, uh, see, and car chases. This is like, like, criminal. He, he like they show start showing a car chase, and he's like, they're like, that's not news. He's just like put it on, put it and on, then yeah. he and he narrates what's happening, and he's just exactly like those where they're like, see, I think so he's brilliant. driving down the street. How and do you then, have
1: a script that's smart enough to know that, that that's what you should be doing, and then not be awesome? Yes. What's going on there? Yeah, I think. If it could
0: adjust... Because modern that. news
1: is so bad yeah. that it's such a great time to be doing a parody of news because there's so much to parody. And that yeah. sounds like they actually got into it. No, they Why knew, couldn't they hold on to that? They knew bad. exactly
0: what... And even they even had the thing where like they're owned by some guy who owns an airline. Awesome. And they want to do a story about... And and they don't do it investigatively, but they're like they call it death from above because parts of planes are falling off. And and then billionaire tries to says, "Look, I own you. I own the net, so you can't report that." So they even had a little bit of that. It's just the every every everything else is terrible. That's too bad. Because but it was funny. I did like okay, props for that. They did they did do him making his uh, news show popular. They just nailed every last little detail of that's it. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. and, and graphics. They're like, more graphics, okay, more graphics. More gra- and there's shit going on. Awesome. They had one where there was okay. like four people yelling at each other. Okay. And you know how they have the little scrolling thing? Yeah, on yeah, yeah. Each one of them had scroll, like, oh. you know, <laughs> <got> four windows, <laughs> and they all had their own scroll, <laughs> which was clever. That kid, yeah. that's
1: so such a bummer that they had, because that sounds so smart. Yeah. It's such a bummer that they didn't follow through.
0: Yeah. Anyway, all right. sorry.
1: Back to the topic at hand.
0: Like two topics, pop, pop, pop.
1: Well, so, all right, so the way I look at it is I I just want to lay out this thing manually. Mm -hmm. Um, And like I said, that works really well because if all you do is ever position divs, it works everywhere perfectly. And it was like such a shock to me because it's like, holy shit, like I've never had to test this thing. I do crazy stuff like putting drop shadows on things manually by like, right? And it just works everywhere on every browser, iPad, everything, (laughs) which is nuts. You do CSS, it doesn't work anywhere. You barely get it working on one browser. It's totally wrong on all the rest. Like it's totally fucked up. And so I was like, wow, this is really cool. But you have one problem, like you said, how do you know how big things are, right?
0: For the text layout. For the text layout stuff, because,
1: right, because one thing you can do is you can go 100%, you can go full retard, right, which I've kind of wanted to go full retard for a while, but I've been sticking with half retard for a number of reasons, but anyway, full retard is, I'm going to draw everything on the screen. Right. So, there ain't, like, I'm putting fucking fonts, like, I I send down the font as a fucking ping, and I'm, like, picking, like... There is, no, pa- there is okay. no page in HTML. It is me okay. 100% yeah. placing That clicks, fucks up search right? and stuff. But yeah, okay. Exactly. So the reason I didn't want to go full retard, because um, I, normally I absolutely would. But I figured like it breaks. What you're
0: saying is usually you go. <laughs> I like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And normally I'm, normally I, go I go
1: full retard. I, am, I go full retard. But in this case, I was like going more of the Academy Award route, trying to go like mm-hmm. Rain Man style. And so uh, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to make it so that it would still work with screen readers, cut and paste, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever, those sorts of things. So I still want it to be like the text on the page is still a block of text in a div as much as possible, right? Yep. But once you make that unfortunate step, you do have to be able to do things like how big is that block of text after it word wraps it or whatever the fuck it's going to do to it. Because you don't actually know the exact font metrics that it's going to use because the fonts are fuzzy, Mm -hmm. right, and stuff like this. Um, You you don't know across browser what's going to happen there. So what you can do, of course, if you want to figure out the size of a a block, is you can set that block to a particular width and put the text in it, right? And then ask what its natural height is. Okay. That's That's something you can actually do. Like, you set its height to auto as you know the property of the div and then when the browser <laughs> is asked what its offset height property is, it will return to you what the laid out version
0: And you can do that as you're like absolute div then ask. Absolute div then ask and Ye- add.
1: Like yeah, that. well so okay. So now we'll get into some of the more uh more fancy pants <clears throat> parts right. of this. So I did I did that, right? And the way that I was doing it before is I would like basically use uh JavaScript to build the page so I would I had two passes <clears throat> that I uh that I would do. I had one pass that creates the page and one pass that lays out the page. Okay. So on startup on the page, there's just JavaScript right in line that's just going to create the whole page. And then there's a function, right, a layout and, and function. And it's,
0: it's it's creating in the DOM like Absolute yeah, divs. it's
1: calling, it's like calling JavaScript functions okay. to create divs.
0: Okay, right? absolutely.
1: Absolutely, and okay. place them and set their text to shit, okay? So you basically have a big, long thing of text at the head that's like, you know, variable name equals create div parentheses, here's the data for it or whatever okay. the fuck, right? You do all that shit. Then you have a function called layout, and that function you call and you set the window resize to call it. So basically, any time you change the size, it will call the thing and relay out everything. And that just looks like a bunch of place div calls that say where to put the divs that you created, right? Okay.
0: Does that make sense? And they know the order that things happen because you're generating that code, so you know, like, place this, see how wide it is. Or you
1: could write it by hand, right? right. I mean, I didn't, but you could have. There's nothing magic about it, right? Sure. So that's the way I was doing the page. And there's you, want... you get a
0: flash or anything, like when you get the old no, way and the new way?
1: No, no. Okay. Um, so the, the nasty part about this, though, as it turns out, is as far as I can tell, because browsers are the awesomest code on planet Earth, running on top of the awesomest spec on planet Earth, <laughs> basically means that this is a non-starter. And the reason that it's a non-starter is because as far as I can tell, it is n squared to ask that question. So, if you create a div, right? Yeah. And you say, How big is this div? As far as I can tell, that triggers a layout event in the browser, which lays out the page. Right. So, if you then add another div and ask how big that div is, and you add another div and ask how big that div is, and and more and more and more and more and more. you end up in a situation where every div you add is like exponentially more expensive to ask the side of, size of uh, yeah. than the one before it. Right. Now, I don't necessarily blame them for that because yeah. in some sense it's like, well, it's a difficult problem and you're yeah. creating a live thing. It's like, I blame the people who fucking specified this yeah. thing. Yeah. How did you not have a way to say, here is a block of text with a style setting? Right.
0: How I want this absolute this? offset from just this.
1: Just tell me. No. I Just ignore all oh, of that. I, I just see. want to know because right. that is a fixed time simple query that you could do hundreds of
0: thousands of a second without problem. Right. right? So that you would say, here's a block of text. Yes. Given a width of this many pictures, yes. how tall it is. And this style. Or give me, given this height, how wide would it blah, be blah, or blah. something. Yeah. You're just me. the two things.
1: Eight. It is a function that every operating system since the beginning right. of time has had because you need it right. to do anything. Right. Fucking HTML doesn't. Now of course you can do some I looked into other things. You can do stuff like you can create a canvas, and in a canvas you can ask how long a string is, but it doesn't support word wrap, so you don't know how oh, it would actually. It's it's just it's a nightmare. Can it's you, just can you,
0: ridiculously. Can stupid. you place everything at like negative thirty two thousand like Everything offset from each other by a thousand or something. It doesn't matter. Then ask so everything it as, all at Well, once. okay. So I tested it a bit on browsers, and I, to really know
1: the answer to whether there is something cleverer you could do here, you would have to ask a browser vendor. You have right. to ask multiple browser vendors. Be like, in your browser, what could I do? How could I set up this thing? So that you don't suck balls at answering this question. And they'd be like, oh, I don't know. Let me look at the code. All right. Well, just you know, make it so it's parented to an invisible thing. Whatever the fuck. Yeah. I tried a bunch of stuff. Nothing works. It is slow. <laughs> just even if the divs aren't parented to each other, even if they're marked invisible, right. nothing matters. It is just it, every div you add, it gets slower. And awesome. that was true on uh, the browsers that I tried. So yeah. I was like, doesn't seem like there's anything I can do to fix that. So I was like, that's okay. Because I am a I am a smart and capable programmer. Okay. I am a trained professional. Uh huh. I do not give up at these. You are a simple, trained full retard. I am a I I am not going full retard, but I am capable of going full <laughs> retard, and they do not appreciate that fact. Okay. So I'm like fuck all you guys, because I know, like, I have in my head a model of the people who are making this code. I have in my head a model of the people who are writing this code. I'm like, I know what they can do fast. I know what it is. I I absolutely guarantee you that if there's one thing I can count on, I know what it's going to be in this piece of shit browser thing, right? And that is strings. I'm like, I know that these people do nothing but pass strings around all day, and they parse strings. They stringize. The whole fucking page of a string that comes in right. and has to get parsed. So I'm like, if I can turn this into a string problem, it's like what you always say about stoners. If you can turn make in. a problem into how do you make a bong, right. a stoner can solve the problem. Right. So the browsers are my stoner, and this is my bong. Strings are my bong. Okay. Right? So I'm like, I got this, guys. I know what to do. I won't create any divs. I'll just have one div, and I'll keep setting its inner HTML to the text that I want sized, right? Okay. And then I'll ask the size of it. And that way I'll only ever have one. So even though it's regenerating a layout every time, it's only laying out one div. Okay. So I'll get all the sizes first.
0: Right. Store them in an array.
1: Right. Then lay it. Keep out. them out, and then I can build everything, right? Oh god damn it. <clears throat> Makes sense, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And furthermore, I'm like, here's the other thing I'm gonna be able to do. Cause I tried I tried the the act of making the divs also seemed kinda slow. So as I was creating divs, if I had think pages that had like hundreds of thousands of divs on them, the creating part took a while. was bad as well. But setting the contents. Of <clears throat> it. So I'm like, it's alright, here's what we're gonna do. I'm just going to build a giant fucking string. That's the HTML. That's what the page would have been, and then I'm going to ask it just to make that the page in one go.
0: Okay. Oh, when so, you're done.
1: Right. So this is what I do. I have an inv- okay. I have a div. I it's see. It's
0: invisible. So just to be clear. Yeah. Then you can you can create a string that has HTML in it and tell it to parse that into the DOM. That's right. I see. You just right. set the body right. inner HTML to that thing. Right. Right? Awesome.
1: So I have, a, I have an invisible div in the page I create at startup. Right. I like go through. I get all my sizes from that div. Actually, right. it's a little more complicated than that.
0: So you have an array it's of a little more.
1: It's a little more complicated than that. I have one div per style. Okay. So, Because I don't want to bother setting the style because I figured it would be a little more efficient. Oh, okay. I right. haven't actually tested that yet. It might be more efficient to set the style and do the thing because if the layout is proportional to the number of divs yeah, and right. you want less divs, I haven't tested that yet. Go all the sizes, plow all the code necessary to generate the page in just flat HTML into a giant into string, a string, set that. This is 100 times faster than what I was just creating the divs manually, and setting their placement. That's amazing. It is
0: stunning to So me. that means you're you're actually <clears throat> concat- oh, yeah, a huge s string over and over and over again. Yes, yes. Then yeah. you pass that to the browser, and it which then re-parses the parses god- that whole it, yeah. goddamn thing it over is, again. It is something that
1: should be hundreds of times slower, and it is hundreds of times faster, just because I went down the path that they can handle right. instead of the path that they should be able to handle and can't.
0: Yeah, right? that's amazing.
1: So anyway, that is how it is working And you currently. see none of this happening. <laughs> you see none of this happen. There I is mentioned. one problem, though. Yeah? So there is one thing that I have to uh, change, which is on my list of things to change, which is that because in the, the previous one, which is done the correct way, in my opinion, but that's too slow, all of the divs exist and are just moved. Right? They're just moved again. around. In the old one, I create all the divs, yeah. and then I have a function that just moves them. Okay. And that way, every time you resize the window, that's the function that gets called.
0: Oh, okay, right.
1: right. <clears throat> so that's good, because all the divs exist. They don't disappear. So if you have a window playing a video or an audio, as in the case of the podcast, it doesn't disappear when you resize the window and get recreated, thus losing your playback position. Right, I see. Makes sense? Right. But in the new way, it does. Right OK, Because I can't leave those divs around, because when you resize the window and I need to ask for the new resized content, it. I w- would incur the huge cost, right. again of all the stuff. So, so what, I, could have just do, leave exactly. so what I have to do Exactly. So what I have to do is I have to do one div inside the body. Right. Which is the thing that I replace wholesale,
0: right? Right, and then the media, and then the
1: thing right above that is all the media that doesn't right. get deleted, and I'm like, fuck all you guys and your fucking fuck. Wait, right? what? Do you, actually, do you actually
0: you <laughs> actually resize, handle resizing? Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's yeah. just for centering the stuff, and like, well, you don't it's actually the for columns, dude. I
1: do now, so the the there's stuff the. There's stuff that has been released and stuff that hasn't. There's a new thing now that ha- isn't quite done yet, which basically does like – depending on your the way the window aspect is and all this kind of stuff, it'll do stuff like, oh, it changes to single column mode versus mm. adding the flyout things. Like, It's got this okay. like logic in there that does fancy shit. When you get down below the size of one page, it starts shrinking the text okay. for you. And it's you got know, stuff like and, that. And you
0: can ask how big – the window is to do smart yeah. scaling and that's stuff. Right. And that's yeah. all yes. easily reliable. So out. I have some of that
1: stuff yet, but I oh. haven't deployed any of it. Um, so right now, it's, it's mainly just for centering. It just centers right. stuff. And there's a couple things maybe that are, cent- that are based on the page size, but mostly not. Uh, so yeah, so all that stuff is there. So the way that all that stuff works it's, is pretty hilarious. There, I have a generator where you write what looks like JavaScript code, but it's actually C code. And okay. the C code has deferred variables. So you do all your sizing computations and everything that you want for layout, but it doesn't actually compute them. It just builds an abstract syntax tree in the C code. Right. <clears throat> then at the end of that, it processes that, and anything where there is a variable that's not known, it emits the code into the JavaScript oh, God, to do that God. computation. So I don't actually have to deal with any JavaScript anymore. I right. just write C as far as I'm concerned. C code that does all the page layout the way I want it and then it just fucking dumps that shit out partially specialized and where on the you, page. Do you do you
0: write the text in big just in the C in strings?
1: Uh well the text usually comes from sources like our okay. transcripts or something like that so or open office documents. Evo, right. It just grabs like t- text from wherever the fuck okay. to pull it in to process it. Yeah. Oh my god. It's a huge That's situation. That's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing, but it was kind of fun, and it's like, all right, now now I never have to deal with it again. It's been quite some yeah. time, actually, uh, where so, I just don't have to care anymore, and it, I can just do any level of And all the I browsers
0: want. have to run JavaScript to oh, search yeah, cause anyway, because everything's doing crazy shit.
1: Nowadays, there's so much JavaScript yeah. that you can really rely on everyone being able to do it, because you can't, you can't browse anything with JavaScript turned off. It's just an epic nightmare if you try. Right. So,
0: right. so they just, on their, when, they're, when they're spidering out, they load the page and then run everything.
1: Uh, well, Google does. I don't know if yeah. Bing does, but since no one searches on Bing, I don't really
0: give a shit. <laughs> right. That's awesome! Wow, that's crazy. It's pretty bizarre. Right. That is nuts. So all as the generation comes out. Yeah. All the text for the page just lives in JavaScript by the time it's submitted, in right. constant strings. Yeah,
1: and I have some stuff that I haven't done yet. So like,
0: when you view source, do you see all that madness? Yeah. Or do you see the when you say view source, do you see the madness see. or do you see um, the post madness? So
1: I don't know exactly what happens in all browsers when you say view source, but you, you can, if you want to, definitely get the, the JavaScript source. I, I just see. don't remember the exact, like some browsers maybe do different things. But I'm right. pretty sure if in most browsers, if you say view, if you right click and say view source, you'll you get the JavaScript. That. You can see the JavaScript I doing see. this. Now there's a bunch of stuff, so I haven't, there's some things, well, maybe by the time this podcast airs, I will have done them. But there's a couple of things I haven't done yet. Like common sub-expression elimination I haven't put in yet, but I'm going to put in very shortly. Uh, so there's a bunch of, like, the pages are way more bloated now than they need to be mm. because it'll do stuff like compute the width divided by two, like, 17 fucking times. Right? Oh, okay. It doesn't, it doesn't okay. have, like, a bunch of smarts in the abstract syntax tree that it needs. So it's got to hash those and collapse them. The other thing is strings are emitted twice right now. I need to fix that. So, like, once when it does the size and okay. once when it does the thing. And it would be, since it seems like string concatenation is free, it seems like it's way smarter to just... Assign them to a variable once and just use the variable because you because yeah. o- page size is just the total text right. size, right? Like it doesn't matter how complicated but. what you're doing is; it's how damn many it. bytes it
0: is, right? So that's amazing. Yeah. Oh <laughs> God damn it! Yeah. All right, so that it's pretty funny. Tangent yeah. was off the original tangent of. Where, where did we... How Gosh, I mean, are? at
1: this point, I don't even remember necessarily what You started what saying the, something, the and then So I, I think what I was trying to say was uh, what I... I'm assuming that what I was going to say, and since nobody but me knows anyway, I'm just going to say that this is what it was, and then it is in oh, okay. some sense. Uh, so the original thing I was going to say is, yeah, so since I've been working on uh, some of the website stuff in my spare time... It means I listened to all the season one podcasts and all that stuff. Oh, right. And I was right. trying to figure out like I want, like this is what we were talking about before, like I wanted the podcast to kinda of have that funnier that, that jovial season one, uh-huh. season one feel to re- it. Re- and re- season re- two, actually. Season two is fantastic. I love <laughs> <to> season two. <laughs> okay. It's really season three where we started to suck, and that's probably my fault. But it was a two <laughs> it was a two year hiatus or something too, right. so it's just a long time. We lost Yeah, a I was year. actually surprised was a long time. To the first one. They're six um, years old now. Two thousand eight, yeah. so yeah. we started. So, uh, but one of the things in there, I say, is that that we did. So, I I made all these lists of like what were the things that we used to do. Mm -hmm. Flipping you off before the podcast starts is yeah, that's no good. I've been doing that again. No, no, I don't feel like that's we have the mega timer back. You bought a new mega timer because we couldn't find the old one. It's so shiny. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, all those things. But one of the things that, and it kind of dovetails nicely since this is becoming a Casey Cast at this point. (laughs) Casey Cast. So, one of the things that used to happen on the podcast more often is I used to tell stories really bad stories about stuff that happened to me, right? Okay. Because you know yes. that I, like... You I can't really weirdness. tell stories. I can't. Oh, I see. Well, no, but you know, I like, mean, you tell story, like, when you tell a story, it's a story. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like a story, yes. or whatever you want to yeah. call that, okay. right? But, like, when I tell a story, it's kind of like me relating some things that happened, but I, I can't... I don't organize them into a way that I makes see. any... Yes. Like, you kind of end the story, and you're like, wait, was that the story? Right? You don't have <laughs> that, that sense of completion... Okay. That you should have at the end of a, a proper storyteller's story. If okay, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, so I was trying to uh, I was trying to get to that part of the topic, and so there were two things that I wanted to cover that kind of go into this I don't know what you want to call it, the go, the, that go into this mm, Franken topic. OK. I was on Twitter. right, Because I'm always on Twitter. Mm -hmm. That's just where all my friends are. You're just blocking everything. I'm just in Twitter. I'm blocking people left and right. It's a great day. Yep. Right. It's fantastic.
0: You Um, are you you You. uh, we may have covered this that you believe you have more people blocked then follow. I do think yeah. I may
1: be high on that because I'm not very popular on Twitter. I don't have lots of followers, but I do really like to block. So I've got a high <laughs> block number, right? And I don't know if it's in yeah. the thousands, but I mean, I think it could be. I've definitely right? taken and your,
0: if somebody, if even the smallest thing of where I'm like, dude, boom. Yep. I don't even think about it Oh, And then you don't trigger. have that. It's hair that, trigger. Yeah, that's yeah. stomach thing. I block
1: everything. Yeah. So the, the, the calculus that I usually do is do I feel like explaining to this person at all why I think their comment was stupid? <laughs> and if the answer is yes, then I will, and if it's right. no, they get blocked. Right. That's it. That's the okay. entire calculus, right?
0: So if it's like... I've started not... I don't do that. I, I do, just, I I do just, that. If I think, right. like, they said something... St- stupid, block. Yeah. Okay. Right. All right. Yeah. Well, anyway, so I have no problem
1: with that. This blocking is good. Anyway, so I'm, I'm on Twitter, and I was explaining, or tweet... I was explaining, You can't explain anything on Twitter. It's 150 mm-hmm. characters. just a bunch of people yelling. So... Kind of like this podcast, (laughs) so uh, I'm on there and I was complaining about the fact that plugins suck. Okay. Basically, right? Like plugins. So I and the The context, the context that I was talking about it specifically was uh, instruments. Okay. So I want you know you want to buy you want a piano sound Mm -hmm. you know and you want to go buy a piano sound in the old days. What you bought was a sample library, right. which is a data file, right, sure. or a series of files that then a sampler loads and plays back. Okay,
0: right. Uh, and what that and means, that's the plug-in, or you're saying a plugin no, no, no. Is that's a, that's a sample. Okay,
1: sample library. And like, if you have a sample library from
0: 1981,
1: you can fucking play it today. Some,
0: something will play it, right? You can convert it, or you can do something.
1: You can yeah. load it today. Yeah. Okay. Now, on the other hand, the new trend in the industry is not that at all. Buying a sample... If you want to try and find a sample library today, Mm -hmm. best of luck to you, my friend. Okay. Because there are almost none in existence. And the ones that are in existence are DRM'd with encryption through contact, the fucking... That, you know, uh, player from wherever the hell it is, that contacts, we, you know what I'm talking no. about? No. We, ha- we own one for the Jeff and Casey show. We do? Uh, yes, we do. On the Jeff and Casey machine, it's what did the piano for our, we, it's con- oh, that oh. fucking thing we bought at the store, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, We okay. bought a guitar center. Yeah, yeah Or something yeah. like yeah, this. yeah, yeah, okay. Anyway, it's neither here nor there. The point is, what they ship now is virtual instruments, Jeff. They are virtual instruments. (laughs) It is as if... Following the trend in all industries of
0: just putting software where it shouldn't be.
1: That's right. It's it's the Internet of Things came early to the world of audio. Uh So it's like, you Mm -hmm. don't get a guitar anymore. You don't get a guitar sample library. You get a virtual guitar. Right Now, what a virtual guitar is, for the people who don't know, a virtual guitar... Is a sample library of a guitar <laughs> that someone stuck a shitty, buggy sample playback <laughs> engine on top of right. with a DRM scheme that rarely authorizes, <laughs> that only runs through like VST, which is yeah. janky as fuck to begin yep. with, right? That is what a virtual instrument is. So you've got, you gained nothing for your money. And they mm-hmm. try to tell you that you gained some things for your money. They're like, oh, we have, you know, cross sample muting, blah, right. blah, blah, right? And you're like, Okay, if you needed more capabilities in your sampler, just make a sample format that has these things, okay? Audio is trivial. Mm -hmm. I don't want to... Sorry to be rude to all the people out there. Sample playback... Not hard, okay? <laughs> not hard when the computer is only doing sample playback. Yep. All those problems could be solved. No, no, no. So they try to tell you you're getting all this stuff for your money. You're not. The only thing you're getting for your money is a picture of the instrument that someone <laughs> has hastily rendered. It is like the shittiest rendering of a Bosendorfer or <laughs> Imperial Grand comes up with... A bunch of custom controls. And you yeah. know the kinds I'm oh, talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's
0: like We've talked about the custom, custom audio controls. controls. Audio people like audio a good, like like a a good, good virtual
1: custom knob. Mm-hmm. The virtual knob and yeah. the virtual slider, two of the finest Pieces of user interface design no. ever introduced. And no, they are not physically simulated. Instead, they are a knob which you have to move the mouse like up and down to or get it to Or turn, right. left it's or one right. Or who knows? You don't know. Who knows? You have to try it. Who knows at all? Yeah. It's totally unclear. Anyway... <clears throat> That is what a virtual instrument is. And what this means is that there is zero – if you had one of these from 1991 – now, obviously, they didn't exist in 1981. But if you took the equivalent, like so you mm-hmm. have one from 1995 and you're going to try and uh, run it in, in 2015, there is no way. Right. There is absolutely no way you will run it. How do I know this? Because the ones I have from three years ago <laughs> do not run. They do not run at all. Okay. Do they not
0: authorize, or do they, like, they're 16-bit, or they're, like, they're just incompatible? We're going to go into that. Okay. We're going to go into that in a second. This is amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so this,
1: is, this topic is me explaining to Twitter, because I promised I would on Twitter. Right. It's me explaining to Twitter why plugins ruin everything. Right. And furthermore, why Synthogy are a bunch of cunts. Okay. Those are the two things <laughs> that, you're trying that to get I across. am going to explain yes. on this podcast okay. for anyone who's interested. Right.
0: Because <clears throat> you need more than 140 characters to explain why they're so cunty. Right. Yeah. Yes. Okay.
1: Alright. So first I will start out by saying is that I am lucky in that I tend to have access to a reasonable amount of money. <laughs>
0: okay. Alright. Right. right.
1: It's not Jeff money, all right? It's not the serious <laughs> cash. It's not the, like, strippers with thousands of dollars in their G-strings cash, okay? That is not what we're talking about. But I tend to have a reasonable amount of money. So if I need to spend $1,000 fucking around to try and get something to work, I can do that and I don't have to be like, oh, my God, yeah. you know, I'm not going to eat for the next week right. or whatever the fuck, right? Mm-hmm. So heaven help you, try to think of when I'm explaining this, heaven help you if you were just some poor musician who like actually $1,000 is like many weeks of gigs saving up for this, right? right? Like I am in a good position compared to most people. Most (laughs) people, this is like disastrous. How bad this is? I'm just pissed, Right. right? Anyway, so I decide I have two keyboards at home, all right? I have one keyboard. It's my S90ES. It's a Yamaha keyboard. It's a very nice keyboard. I love it. It's my favorite keyboard I've ever owned. Okay. Okay. If I could, I would always just use this keyboard. I like the piano sound on this mm-hmm. keyboard, I like the pedal on the keyboard. Right. I like the action of the hammer keys. It is a nice keyboard. Uh huh. It's perfect for you. It is perfect for me. There is a problem, however, with the keyboard which is that if I am trying to record what I am doing, it does not have this capability. Okay. It cannot record MIDI, it cannot record audio. Okay. They do sell something, a motif that can sort of record MIDI but not audio. I don't know. There's, they they have one, but they do not. It is not possible for me to go out to Yamaha and say, "Give me the one that I plug a microphone into, hit record, and it records a MIDI file and a WAV file, so that I can do a scratch. Like if I'm trying to do Jeff and Casey's show, the Jeff and Casey time music or something, I'm right. gonna do it, and it's all on a keyboard. Wait, but you
0: can't – it has speakers, so you can plug in something and record that way, right? Right. So if you
1: want to use this keyboard for recording, you are talking about getting into what in the music business they call a DAW. You are going to DAW, Jeff, a digital audio Audio workstation. Mm -hmm. All right? And what that means is you are going to take a Macintosh or or, uh, IBM personal computer, (laughs) and you are going to attempt to somehow – Plug some cables into both of these things in a way that will sometimes record some portion of what it was right. without a massive, massive amount of lag. Right.
0: right. Which is. You could probably record with the Tascam. this is a little bad it boy. It doesn't have MIDI. Oh, because you want to get MIDI and the audio. You want
1: MIDI and audio. That's what okay. I want. And that is, that is your downfall, because if you only want one or the other, you actually have some options. But okay. if you want to record MIDI and audio, Audio.
0: Okay. I can see that It's being a bit impossible. slim. It right. is a
1: bit slim.
0: Right. Okay. Right. What does so the that- MIDI provide you that you get by not getting the audio if you don't have the sample library?
1: Okay. So to say more specifically why I want this, the idea for it is scratch pad recording. Okay. Right? Now, if you are a, uh, a very talented musical fellow who has been trained from an early age in the ways of musicalness... Like say Dan Schmidt. Okay. I guess you don't. know. I don't know if mm-hmm. you know him. I, I he's from Looking Glass. Well, yeah, he's yeah, in the Looking last thing yeah. was Harmonics, and mm-hmm. then now I think he's just yeah. on you know hanging out at this mm-hmm. point. But he was you know old old school, very he good. He and Sean talk and about so music on yes. Twitter a lot. Yeah. If you're Dan Schmidt, you have perfect pitch. So if you, and you know music like theory inside and out, you know everything there is to know about it, right? Okay. You just you're in that zone. You could just record audio of yourself doing stuff. And then it wouldn't take you really much time to know what that was. Like, it's, it's as good as having the sheet music... To have the recorded, I'm guessing, and I may be putting words in Dan's mouth here, but I'm pretty sure that if he listened to something he had played from five years ago, and you're like, Dan, what were you playing there? He'd be like, oh, it's this, this, and this. Okay. Okay? Mm -hmm. So he wouldn't really have to care if MIDI was being recorded. But for me, I don't have perfect pitch. When I hear something, it's kind of muddy, and I can't necessarily break it down that quickly. So it takes me a while to go from an audio recording of what I am to telling exactly what it was that I was
0: playing. I see. So, so what you re- I want re- you the MIDI is. So, so I look can
1: look, so I can just look because then it's instant. I can just see, oh, it was this weird, you know, seven okay. note chord strange thing, and that's why I couldn't figure out what it was. It was weird. And I so see. now I know, right? And so, yes, you may not need this if you're super skilled and talented at it. But assuming that you're someone who does relatively complex music and does not have that skill, MIDI is way faster because you can immediately get that. Um, now, no, no! not You might be able to run it through. I know Clam Core Data or whatever on Linux or something does like chord analysis and stuff. Maybe you can just – there might be things you can just feed the audio into, and it's like, oh, it's these okay. notes. I, I don't know, and maybe that's what I should have been doing, to, but whatever. Naive me, I right. thought, hey, I'm since the keyboard knows what notes it's right. playing in the first place, right. maybe I could just use that, right? Okay. Okay. So anyway, I have that keyboard. Mm-hmm. I decide – very bad decision, a very bad decision, Jeff, <laughs> to purchase a keyboard, because uh, I've had this keyboard for many years, to purchase a new keyboard that has the recording capabilities built in. Okay. Okay. It is called a Korg Chronos X. Is that why I
0: have your old keyboard? That's is is that why you
1: have my old keyboard. That's the
0: keyboard you like? Is that no, no, why? no,
1: that's not the keyboard. No. Okay. That's, that's, a, that's the keyboard that I bought in 1997. Okay. That is a very old keyboard. Okay. I don't like that keyboard.
0: Okay. I it's understand. all right, but I don't like right. that keyboard.
1: That's a Roland FP1. It's a okay. digital piano, really. So, uh, anyway, the Korg Chronos X, it has this capability. In the machine? In the machine. Okay. You just push a button. Well, you push two buttons. Right. And you are recording a microphone input and MIDI.
0: In a directory on a USB. In a directory, and a you can put it
1: onto a USB stick. Okay. It's totally great. All right. Interface... Janky as fuck. Right. Right? It is not a streamlined yep. thing, but it works. Okay. okay. However, the piano sound that is in this keyboard <laughs> is the most violently, aggressively, horrible keyboard sound, piano sound, I have ever heard in any keyboard. I have ever ever played including my old casio keyboard that ran on d batteries and was from 1982 that didn't even have 88 keys it was like some toy that you buy at toys r us this is seriously the worst sounding keyboard ever i cannot physically fucking play it i do not know what is wrong with them okay it has this strange uh property to it that i don't know what is causing it it is basically like uh, so you can imagine when you hear piano notes, you you hit the note, and, you know, I don't really study this kind of stuff scientifically, so I'm not sure what goes on there, but you get a resonance on the string, and that resonance goes over time in, an, like, an imperfect way, right? So it's kind of like, it, it it's not some perfect sine wave, right, that okay. just happens when you hit that, and right. then you let go, it stops, or something like this, Right. And this is kind of important because if you have multiple notes that you're hitting at once, or even if you're just hitting that one note, you need that kind of quality of like a little dirtiness mm-hmm. to make it not sound really aggressively off-putting and shrill. Okay,
0: right? but on the so chrono- you're saying like when they hit a key, it just plays like 440. Well, so
1: okay, close. So on the Chronos, what happens is you push the key down, and they have some very well sampled like. Full-on sample of, I think, a real piano playing that key. And then somewhere one second into that, it collapses into this really monotonous sine wave thing. Weird. It's crazy. And you hear it and you're just like, oh, my ears make it stop. And so, if you ever do anything sustained, which is how I often right. play, it's, it's for, you can't. I okay. mean, you just, it just drives you
0: into So, it sounds good for a second and then falls. Right.
1: Out. If, and it, or if staccato, like if you were always playing yeah. just the note with no hold, you're in good shape. <laughs> but as the instant you hold the note, it's so game fucking over, my friend. Okay. Now, mind you, this is an SSD drive with sample playback that streams. Right. So they could fucking sample a piano note for 8 seconds if they wanted. Right. It's yep. no problem. Yep. This is versus my Yamaha S90ES with 32 <laughs> megs of ROM. <laughs> that is what it has. And it sounds year, you know just miles better than this thing. It's just right. it's and so do, much does better. does
0: everybody complain about this? Is it like something they're going to fix? I have, there, no right. I have no idea. I have
1: no idea. Um, no, they're not going to fix it. And I've seen videos where people are talking about how great the Core X piano sound is. And I'm like, you're all fucking fired. Right. Right? Like, you have not listened to this at all. Anyway, so I'm like, I basically can't use the keyboard because I'm like, this is so bad that when I hear it, I think everything sounds terrible. So nothing I ever play on this keyboard will be good. Right. It's okay. just period. Like, I would jib- kill myself. So I'm like, well, I could sell it which is fine, and right. I guess I'll just do something else, right? Or, uh, and this is where the anecdote starts, so I'm like, or I can try to put a better piano sound on it, because it's an open sample thing. You can load samples onto it or oh, whatever okay. the fuck. Yeah. Those piano samples are just ones that are loaded on the SSD drive. When it comes from the factory, there's no reason I need those particular piano sounds.
0: Okay. okay? I'm with you.
1: So I'm putting this off and putting this off. I'm finally like, you know... I finished a bunch of stuff. and I'm like, today is the day. Today, I I'm going to put on some, get some good samples. I'm going to spend some money, whatever it costs, to mm-hmm. get some sample libraries, put them on the cork, and have a non-shitty piano sound. That's yep. all I wanted. <coughs> Here it begins. Here it begins. So I start off. I'm trying to find just sample. any piano sa- sample library at all. Yeah. Right. Just what do any, we?
0: What do we have for the Jeff and Casey? Uh, time? We were just
1: using whatever came
0: with. Contact. Contact. Okay, but okay. so it was like eight CDs or something it's ridiculous.
1: CDs, they're fucking DVDs. Yeah, yeah, there was a, a lot. I remember. it was a lot of. There's data. a lot of shit. You yeah. buy some with kind of. We bought some five hundred dollar package that was basically like everything you could ever possibly okay. want. And if, well, we can't use any of that. Uh, so well, this is what I'm saying. So normally I could have probably just used that. You would have taken one of those sample libraries and you loaded onto the core. They're all DRM'd playing through virtual instruments. Oh, you can't access those sample libraries. And even if you sword them, you're breaking the law. Like the DMCA says you can't go fucking get those sample libraries because they're intentionally DRM'd, right? So it's all kinds of awesome. So, starting out. So, fuck all those people. Fuck them all, right? But this is a classic example, again, of why plugins aren't awesome, right? right. Just, I'm going to highlight a number of ways mm-hmm. that plugins aren't awesome just as we go through this. And one of the biggest things about plugins not being awesome is that plugins lock everything up into a little module, basically, right? It's like they don't create open systems that allow things to work together or Mm -hmm. move to different places, right? They basically create this sort of, I don't know what you want to call it, polyp, let's call it, that... All of the functionality is encapsulated in there, and nothing else can possibly happen once you're in that space. Right. So, in some sense, yes, you have created—you've done—you've created an ecosystem uh, from the plug-in wall outward because now someone else can write a thing that accepts these plugins and calls into them. Right. Right. But anything that happened in the plugin now is completely locked because, in the if those things had to be data. Right? which is what they had to be in this particular case in the old days, like they had to be sam- like libraries with a published format. If they had to be data, then that thing can be reused. So once you go to an executable model, once you say that we are encouraging people to use executables as the way of providing things, providing these end-user services, right, you eliminate any incentive people have to create lasting data formats right. or interoperation because it's like fuck it right. it's plugins don't worry we wrote a plugin for this and so right. we, we compiled it for that just plug that shit in right. oh don't worry well, you we wrote a plugin now, adapter for the VST so we could talk to this other plugin yeah. format
0: right and that you so
1: already and you can't put it on an
0: ARM and you can't put it on Linux and you can't we, put it on oh, this it's and it just a goes disaster. on and on and on right. unless it's, that person right. like supports all 15 Emulation platforms
1: layers and compile yeah. whatever so it's all just a disaster It's really bad. But anyway, so yeah. So right off the bat, I'm looking on the internet. There's no sample libraries. Like, pianos come in virtual instruments pretty much beginning, middle, and end of story, right? God damn it. So I'm like, fuck. All right. So finally, I find a piano. I don't even remember what the fuck it's called. I find a piano sample library that sounds pretty good. And it's actually a sample library. Okay. I'm like, cool.
0: Buy this and be done forever. I'm
1: like, I'll buy this piano sample library, right? And I will uh, put it on, you know, the, the thing or whatever. It, it'll, it'll be fine. So I buy that sample library. And apparently I just, like, misread whatever oh, the no. doc... Like, I misread the thing. Because it wasn't really a sample library. What it was is I guess you can now ship, uh, like, polyps, Which are basically just, like, encrypted sample libraries that require the contact player to play, and that player has DRM for sample libraries built in, so it will read the sample library, see that it's encrypted, authorize that encryption with contact back up in like a third party way, so you need to enter like your challenge response, I mean it is unbelievable, so I'm like, okay, that's my mistake, I read the thing wrong, I got excited. (laughs) start over from grounds it wasn't that expensive like a hundred bucks or something it's like whatever but again like i say a hundred dollars is actually a lot of dollars so it's only because i happen to like be fortunate enough isn't a problem they
0: have probably sold a thousand copies of the shit anyway yeah yeah yeah, 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 so you're like none of this like that's the thing of like when you see like utilities for nineteen dollars where you're like why are you even selling this? Yeah. Like, you don't need, you'll never make any money. Yeah, it doesn't like, matter. You will never make money, and you have to support the people that did give you your little shitbird right. amount of because money. Because they paid 20 bucks for it. And you can't, you haven't done anything. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, yeah. No, it's a yeah. disaster.
1: So I'm like, all right, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Just water under the bridge.
0: Mm hmm.
1: We'll move we'll, on. We'll move on. We're going to yep. move on. <clears throat> so I'm like, all right, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, we were, oh, and so this was the time. Remember I was having trouble getting the network adapter working on the Oh, adapter. right, right, right. That's the machine with contact on it.
0: Oh, so it's so can can't even. I
1: can't even authorize the sample library oh, even oh. just on that machine yeah. because the network isn't working. Well, what was that again? Right? That was like two networks in or something? It, it was the Windows firewall, okay. as it always yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, I thought I had turned it off, but I'd only turned it off for one zone or something. Okay. Right? And, and so I turned of it zones. off for the other zones, and then it worked. All right. Anyway, so I can't authorize the thing. So I'm I'm sitting here and I'm just like, okay, you are shipping me a bunch of WAVs. That is what this thing mm-hmm. fucking is. Yep. And I can't access these WAVs because I don't have an internet connection on this machine. I have other machines with an internet connection. That doesn't matter because I can't install contact on those machines <laughs> because then I'd have to authorize contact, which I'm not allowed to do on multiple machines. I can't deauthorize oh, contact on that machine because it doesn't so have a net internet. connection. I right.
0: am so like, I had the deauthorization like, with Adobe uh, where I, yes, where I right. called them and I was oh, like, it's I don't have this yeah. machine it gone. is gone. Right. I, it's, it's gone. Dead or it's reformatted. Yeah. I need you to deauthorize it. And they wouldn't. Yeah. Right. That's
1: insane. Yeah. I, I hate all like, – yeah. it makes me so angry. Yeah. This is why I refuse to use any DRM software anymore. Yeah. Right? It's like I won't do it. I refuse to buy any more DRM software because all it does is cause me headaches. Yeah. It's like, all right, I'll just be a fucking – I'll just write shit for a living anymore. I won't run any art packages. I won't run anything because it's yeah. not worth the headache. It's yeah. just not. Um, eventually, everyone's going to rage quit this shit and these companies are going mm-hmm. to be the happiest person. Well, I mean, what you're saying planet. right
0: now, I'm just like, can't we just go pay somebody like a thousand, you know, a hundred thousand bucks to record a piano sample and be done with this?
1: Dude, if you can, if we can do that, I would be the happiest person ever. If there's someone listening to this podcast right now who hasn't know how to do that shit,
0: yeah. we would I would love them. to do that shit yeah.
1: because if all the sample library vendors went out of business tomorrow, I would dance on their graves. Okay. <laughs> I would I would personally go, I would create a press tour where I went to all of their offices, <laughs> stood outside and said, I'm so glad you're right. all out of work.
0: Right. I, like hope, I hope
1: your life sucks from now on. <laughs> right? Like they all they do is make my life hard after I give them a lot of, of money. money. Right, yeah. They're bad, bad people. Right. In their heart. In their yeah, heart, Jeff. Right, right. Their heart Deep is a there. bad black place. <laughs> and I mean that. I'm yes. not just saying that I really don't like these people. <laughs> okay. So I'm like, fucking fine. I'm gonna go find sample library that's just a sample library. We'll get that. I'm looking for sample libraries. I can't find anything, really. I finally find a sample library that sounds pretty decent, that is a piano, but there's one caveat. It is not it's not encrypted, but there's one caveat. And again, I don't blame these people. These people are not necessarily black in their heart because they are shipping a sample yeah. library. Uh-huh. These people, they're like the one virtuous whore in the whorehouse okay. or whatever the yep. fuck it is, right? They're the mm-hmm. nun in the whorehouse. Let's put it that way. Okay. I find a piano sample library and they're actually shipping actual samples just samples right so
0: you're excited
1: you download these samples and they're actual samples i'm like this is gonna be awesome one caveat jeff there is one caveat oh dear and the caveat is it is not in the sample format that I need for the corg. Because okay. the corg reads like four different sample file formats or whatever, and, and this not is in not that. in one of those. So okay. you have like, it comes in three different sample library formats. One is like the encrypted kind, one is like one open kind, and one is another open kind. And so I'm like, well, all right, I guess I will have to try to convert the sample library over yes. from this into the other one, which I'm uh, like, not it. looking forward to this, but what am I going to do? Right, I right. don't know if I have any other options. So I'm like, OK. <clears throat> I go online. I look for a package that converts sample libraries, right? Um, now I had one of these from before that I bought. It's a little utility called CD Extract, which basically goes through and converts sample libraries. I try to run it on this thing. It doesn't work. It can't read them. I don't know what's going on. Okay. It just it doesn't work. <laughs> so I'm like, that's a bummer. So I go on and find whatever the current what the current best one of these is, okay. right? And I'm like, okay. I buy that one. It's like called Translator Pro or something like this. I buy that one, download it, I'm like, I'll use this to convert the sample libraries. I take it, I try to install it <clears throat> on the Mac because it needs like Mac or PC or whatever. Right. I have the Mac there. I try to install it on the Mac. It's like insert your type in your key or whatever the fuck it is. I type in my key for the product. I load up the sample library. I try to convert program crashes. Of
0: course it does. God. Just flat out
1: fucking crashes. All right. Right? No diagnostic error. No, no error. nothing. It just fucking full on face plants. I'm like, all right. Maybe that's because this is a 32-bit Mac or whatever. The fact this is a big sample library. It's okay. like a two gig sample library. Maybe it just ran out of memory. I'll try it on the PC. Go over to the PC. Try to put it in. By this point, I have gotten the network connection working. Right. I go to install it. <clears throat> no, wait. This is a lie. This is a lie I'm telling you. This is not exactly what happened. <laughs> the first thing I did is I tried to install it. i was like, why did I install on the Mac? I tried to install on the PC. I double-clicked the icon. Nothing happened. Just didn't run at all. Okay, Nothing awesome. At all. Like, uh-huh. fuck. So I installed it on the Mac because it was Mac and PC, yeah. and that one worked. But it okay. crashed. Right. So I'm like, fuck. Then I remembered, well, wait a minute. The authorization thing, maybe that was like a network thing, and the PC didn't have its net thing working. So I'm like, maybe if I get the network working on the PC, oh, right, right. maybe that then can it authorize works. it. So then eventually it I get the network working. I run it. That is what it is. It pops okay, up the authorization. I put in the key. It's like maximum authorization count. <laughs> right. I well, see. So now I have an open sample library. Yep. I just want to convert it. And the DRM is blocking locking me in yes. the converter right. for converting the samples. So I'm like, <laughs> OK. So I email them. Right. And I'm like, I need you to fucking fix this. Thankfully, they have good tech support. They're okay. like, okay. They like, reset my authorization thing. I install it. I do the conversion.
0: And it works on the PC. It
1: works on the PC now. The conversion passes. I go in and plug the thing into my Korg, right? And it's totally fine. <laughs> God damn it. Send the tech support email. Again, they're like, ah, oh, fuck. They like, do some stuff. They work it out. right? They send me a new build. I try this one. The build works pretty well. But unfortunately, like for whatever reason, the converted samples just don't work that well. Like because the Korg format doesn't support release samples, and this library kind of needed those, I guess, a little bit. Ugh. So it still sounds pretty bad. Like it is not a very is good is it better than what they sample. had? It's probably it's just worse. It's 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 the same but different, <laughs> right? So I'm like, I'm just like so dejected. I'm so like, you're like, this is days I, into this. I don't even know what to yeah. do. I finally find a sample library that's fucking made for called Korg Chronos I take that one. I put it on. It's a bit... That went smoothly. This was after a long time of searching. <laughs> it's all right. It's right. not great. It's, it's better, but it's not great.
0: Right. It's better than the horrible, shrill stuff.
1: It's better than the horrible, shrill stuff, right? So just... I'm going to finish out the story just to get the shit yes. Sunday on top. So yep. I'm like, all right, look. You know what? I don't even give a shit anymore. This has been like two days. I'm like, I hate everyone. I don't even want (laughs) to the.
0: You get into the, I don't even care anymore, more than almost anybody I know. I'm like, like, I don't even give a shit anymore.
1: I just like, I don't care. I'm like, I'm going to sell this keyboard. I get this shit out of my life. Like, fuck it. (laughs) Like, it's just, it's a fucking nightmare. It's insane. Right? So I'm like, fuck it. So, I'm just like, I'll go figure out how to get my other keyboard. I'll, like, I'll set up the Mac to permanently be recording on it. I'll just live with that. Because I think if I just set up a computer to always be set up to record, maybe I wouldn't have all the problems. Of course, yeah. probably I still will. But like, I'm just saying, I'll try something else because this is not going anywhere. Right. So I go over to the other computer. And I'm like, okay, so I need a way to produce piano sounds on this thing. And I'm, so I have Ivory. Which I bought a long time ago, which is a VST plugin. Right. Right. I'm like, I already have this copy of Ivory uh, and I don't have a sampler, because contacts on the yeah. other us uh, on the PC machine we use for Jeff and Casey type. I can't install it on this because it's DRM and of course you can't install things on two right. machines. God forbid that's one crazy. person should be able to buy a software thing once right. and use it on two different platforms because that's how their office is set up, whatever. Right? God forbid. So I have this copy of Ivory that I own legitimately. Right. I'm like, I'm gonna install it on this thing. So I install it on the thing, and it comes up with an authorization thing. And I'm like, all right. I type in the authorization card. It's like maximum authorization camera. (laughs) Of course. I'm like, okay. I send them an email. They're like, okay, yeah, what version of Mac OS is it that you're using? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, go to the drop down. It's like, it's 10.6. Because I don't fucking know. I just, whatever the software update does, it does. They're like, okay. Okay. Uh, you're gonna have to download Ivory 1.7. I have 1.5. Okay. Uh, you're gonna have to download Ivory 1.7 because uh, we don't support 1.10.6 anymore. Okay. I guess. All right. Now this is a VST plugin, right. Jeff. Right. So
0: it doesn't even do. There it doesn't be, do anything. Yeah. It should it have even, no. It should have no operating system dependencies like whatsoever. The, yes. Right. If you are a plugin, if you have anything that's related to the operating system right. version at all, you're fired. And it's probably yeah. like.
1: I bet you anything it has something to do with the fact that they pop up that ridiculous custom UI shit, which I don't want. I just want Reaper's controls for this shit. I don't want you to be – I don't want to see a piano when I load this thing up, okay? I don't need to see your shitty (laughs) rendering of a piano. Why would anyone need that? Nobody needs that. This is audio. We produce audio, okay? (laughs) Does not matter. I'm just like, okay, fine. Fine. I saw Ivory 1.7, then what do I do? They're like, then what you need to do is we don't support, in Ivory 1.7, we don't support challenge response DRM anymore. You need to go buy this $50 dongle thing called an iLock from this separate company called iLock, which sells dongles that are used for auth- software authorization. That's all the company does, Jeff. That's Wait, they don't the even supply does. it
0: with Ivory? No, 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 no.
1: They do not supply it with Ivory. Okay. They're like, you got to go buy this thing. It's $50. Then you just buy that, and you stick it in, and then you send us the code, and we will authorize your iLock, and then you're all good to go. I'm like, hold oh, on. Right. So you're telling me... I have to spend more money. That I have to go buy a $50 device... Different. Not because the software doesn't work, right. but because your DRM doesn't no work. longer works <laughs> on this operating system, and you need me to go switch to this other method that you decided to switch to that was not the case right. at the time that I purchased this software. I've not heard back yet from them, because <laughs> it's the weekend. Right. I'm very interested to know what I will receive right. from these people.
0: You need to tweet that. Those kinds of things you... Right. However... Yeah.
1: Not only will I be tweeting this, there will be substantial blog posts, if not lawsuit. Like, right. I will go find a fucking lawyer to sue these people before <laughs> I will pay $50 right. for a dongle to stick into my Macintosh to run a fucking piano sound <laughs> that I own legitimately.
0: This that I had amazing. to pay like $300
1: for. I don't remember, it was expensive.
0: Yes. This is amazing. So So in this so the current situation is no change. No change. The current
1: situation is there's been no change from the original. Right. (laughs) From the starting the starting point.
0: That's amazing.
1: It is stunningly awesome. Wow. So I just I just wish people would take a minute and think about the fact that. I'm really all you have left at some level. <laughs> there aren't very many people in the world who will pay you $300 for a right. piano sound. Right, yep, yep. Okay? Mm-hmm. There aren't. Yep. I mean, it is a very narrow set of people that you are addressing. <laughs> and you have to think pretty long and hard about how many of those people who are currently... Not paying for your software or weren't paying for your sample libraries when they were sample libraries, who now will because it's DRM'd. How many of those are you gaining versus how many of me there are who are about to create your worst nightmare? Right. And who will never, ever give you a single penny again unless it is by accident right. because they thought your stuff wasn't a virtual right. instrument.
0: I just think, yeah. I just feel like we got to find somebody who can make piano samples. So is the point – is piano samples hard because you need rights from a piano maker? No. It's just recording – Do
1: these motherfuckers sample pianos – because there's nothing that they, the piano maker can do to protect themselves. They are pirates. Okay. They pirated someone else's <laughs> piano sound by just sticking microphones in front of it and hitting record. And now they think that they're so fucking special right. that they have to have a gigantic licensing well, scheme seems... to prevent people from quote-unquote stealing the sounds that they stole from right. someone else's <laughs> piano.
0: That is the truth. Okay, so here's this. Okay, so this seems solvable. We have talked about making yes. a sample library yes. for instruments for yes. a long time. Yes. But a piano is one instrument. That's correct. It's way. It, it's easier than having to rent out the Seattle Symphony to get yes. all the sounds and yes. schedule that and do all that. Yes. It seems like something. Yes. That we could probably hire someone to do.
1: If we can do this, I would love to do that project because here's what it would be. It's called fuckyou.vst, which is a sampler that we write that is free.
0: Right. Yep. That there was... is
1: a sample format that we designed because we fucking know audio, actually. Like, you know audio very well. And we have Sean, and we've mm-hmm. got Dan, and Fabian. We've got tons of DSP people. We've got Jay Steli. Yeah. We, could, we could make this happen. We just need Oop. a player with a very well-defined sample format that includes all of the stuff you need to do complex resident stuff.
0: Then you just need people recording the sample into the, that format well and we, we can we make one that uses the existing open formats that you could put on a Korg, that you could put on it it seems it's like just
1: possible, but I don't know if they support what you need to make a great piano I don't know if those sample libraries have sample formats right. have some of the stuff you need to do right cross sound stuff well
0: it's just it seems like having the great one is good, but having one that has no like Here is the directory full of everything in all the formats that people randomly need is also valuable. In some sense,
1: but I think you could solve that very easily by, like, here is God's own sample format. It's open source. Here is the C code necessary to load and play it back. I think I could probably even send that to Korg, and they'd fucking put it in their next OS drop. Right? Because like they don't care. They're just using sample library formats that are available. And if there was a giant open source sample thing in a very yeah, well defined sample to, format, yeah. it would be good.
0: I'm just also thinking of the average so. music, uh, uh, musician who just wants to stick the sample format on something and just play. And he gets it. But That'd they can't nice
1: do thing. that anymore. The days of that being possible are so, are long gone. They Even all have they... to
0: use VSTs now because that's all that the stuff comes I ask. see. I see. So they're used to that. Do the VSTs? So is it actually running VSTs on the keyboards now? Uh, no.
1: Okay. But they do have outboard racks that are basically just little Linux machines that run VST or something, yeah, I or when, I don't know exactly what they are. But they're basically just VST hosts. Oh my gosh. So the idea would be, you get that sample format, you do the VST for playing it back. But once that sample format is established and perfect, like if you could really nail it down, then everyone could just build that into their packages, and you'd get rid of all yeah. of this, right? And I just, you never need a VST again. It would
0: be nice to have that. I just, I would also like to have the one where people just here's the sample, here's a DLS sample set. Here's the ones that like that is not as good as the one, but like it is like on the on the on the drive. There's, there's no, there's
1: just no such thing as that. I mean, because there is no such thing as one sample format that everyone plays. I see. If there was, that'd be great. But you really, you'd have a better chance of establishing that going forward by being a strong force than you would picking an older sample format because there just isn't that kind of cross-compatibility. Right?
0: right, right, right. All right, well, if anybody's interested in that, give us a Contact call. us. Yeah, we'll because pay, we will pay you we for We will it. figure out how to get yes. this
1: happening, yeah.
0: Yes, there will not be royalties because we're going to get to a situation. Yes,
1: the, yes. Where just, We
0: will pay you for yes. your time well yes. to have this done once, yes. and then it will be done. Yes. Because yeah. we talked about doing renting out the symphony, and we even got numbers on that. Okay. And it was more just a, the this problem is a is logistical ex- It's nightmare. an
1: expertise problem, not a money problem. If yes. we had the people who knew how to do this, yes. we could do it. Now, here's the other thing that's interesting.
0: It also just seems like recording a piano is, we could experiment. Like, doing that for 200 instruments is hard. Experimenting with a piano a couple times to get the sample set right, it feels like we could pull that off. Well, here's
1: the other thing that I don't know there's, uh, I started exploring open samples that do currently exist. There's ones from like the University of Iowa, or I don't remember where they are, who actually did a bunch of these that do anechoic chamber recordings of various instruments. And I need to go look at those and see if right. those are actually decent. Because it may be that there already is starting, people starting to sort of make this happen. And they just haven't been packaged into
0: things nice that you can thing, really right. use
1: very effectively. Yeah. Um, so I don't know.
0: Yeah. That would be fine too. Yeah. Because we just have to hire somebody to write a VST and a little plug-in and then like here's the BitTorrent link for all the sample right. sets plus the thing. Put this And in the then that's who you give the does. money to.
1: You're yeah. just like here's the money. Yeah. Go record these 20 different other types of piano, saxophone, whatever the fuck right. they don't have. Right. Right. Um, that sort of stuff. Yeah.
0: Anyway. Holy yeah. shit. But you, anyway. You made no progress. So I made
1: no progress. So – to finish out the part, because I talked about basically why DRM is terrible. But let's talk about why plugins are terrible a little bit, just as a, as a chaser. <laughs> so the other thing that's, that sucks about plugins, and you kind of see this, it was happened to be mostly the DRM that was happening here. But in other places, it's not usually the DRM that's the problem. So if you're talking about 3D plugins, which I've used in the mm-hmm. past, sometimes DRM's a problem there. But oftentimes, really just the problem
0: is the software doesn't work anymore. Yeah. So basically what happens with the plugins... The number, and that, that's... That's not true. I mean, it's 3D. It's 2D. It's everything. The number of times when you're like, can, hey, you have this awesome video you sent me.
1: Right, right. Whatever, yeah. Can you
0: send it to me in RGB, not YUV, so yeah. the color's not all banned? They're like, nope. No, they're like, we can't recreate yeah, the impossible. media anymore. It yeah. doesn't even work. We don't have the thing. Premiere is using something, and it's not there anymore. Yes. And yeah. So part of the thing
1: is plugins that strictly do operational stuff that is not necessary anymore. Like a one-shot deal might be okay. Yeah. But that is not what plugins are used for anymore. Plugins are now used as an integral part of supplying the functionality, the very core structure of stuff. Yeah. So in 3D Studio, you'll do something like, oh, I've got this plugin that does these metaballs or some shit. The plugin is what even knows what the data was. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have that plugin, or they don't update that plugin for the next version of 3D Studio, you can't load that data yeah. at all. Right. Yep. And the really big problem that we're coming into with all this stuff is there is now such a small horizon where you basically can't run or load anything anymore. Like, you try to load a file from even a couple years ago, and you can't access that data in any way. And it's not even just the case of being meticulous and storing your stuff. It's like you have to, like, save a whole machine because if it's like, oh, Windows Vista, like, like with the ivory thing, God forbid your stuff... Required ivory in some way. Well, here's You the, can't okay. install it on yeah. the operating system anymore. You can't even install the old copy. Yeah. So you have to install new copies. And those new copies may not even exist. Yep. They may not be able to load the old format correctly. Yep. So well, plugins basically I, bit I, rot everything.
0: Yeah, and so I did – I saw this happening with the business software that we use at yeah. RAD, right? Yeah. And so what I did there – is I moved everything that was related to business and accounting yeah. into a vm so I have it forever, yeah, and i it runs a very early version of XP that yeah. I never update, i don't do anything when I run that, it's not connected to the internet, Yep, it's completely isolated, yeah, and I back up the whole fucking vm yeah yeah business. yeah so uh but but how does that work with, well, with what I was like, say: authorization. once you start having i'm all pre authorization, all this software is before they have on they still do have thankful some thankful for yes. you yeah so one thing but but the problem with using vms going forward
1: yeah
0: is if they use drm right you have to then figure out how to make the goddamn uh dongle tunnel through the usb right? stuff which never No works. that's never going to work. never works. Yeah. We don't none of the none of the dongles go through because If you can do that, then it defeats. Then they, then they're like, oh, yeah. yeah, People will have already written like forwarding cracks for a lot of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, So yeah, it's it's completely the wrong way to go. Right. Yeah. So here's one thing. Maybe this is, and I and I and we have this even with the small stuff. Just with Premiere, I can't load Premiere projects from six months ago. Because right. their plug-in system rots so quickly right. yeah. Oh, yeah. that if you go on their own forums, yeah, yeah. the rule when something... You have an entire thing, an entire uh, uh, video. yeah, In the middle, it drops one piece of media out. All of the media is the same format. All of the media was okay. recorded in series from the same camera. Okay. It's like 01, 02, 03, 04... O2 is red and it's like, can't read the thing. Okay. The way you fix that. Yes. The only way you fix that is you deauthorize your Premiere, (laughs) you uninstall Premiere, you reinstall Premiere, and then you reauthorize it, and then you exit once and run it again and it'll read it. I've had to do this. 18 times what is
1: happening
0: it the plug-in gets into a state where it thinks the premiere you have is invalid or non-authorized <laughs> and it's just fucked. now mind you i'm already running premiere <laughs> oh in an insane God. way yeah. because every time it fails every, so i use it maybe every six weeks i bring it up to edit something every mm-hmm. time i do that every single time It has – not the codec, but Premiere itself has failed. Like it doesn't work anymore. So my normal way I run Premiere is I do something and then I deauthorize it and then I reauthorize it and run on the 30-day trial. (laughs) So now that is even separate because the 30-day trial – Always works. Oh, God. You can't run off. Of authorized. course it does because it's Even, not and correct this, is a, this is aside yeah. from the bit rot of yeah, the Kodak yeah, yeah. thing. I still have to run the 30-day thing, fail, unload, load, reload, authorize damn again. It. Just to get the codex And I mean this is – as far as I can tell, it's completely random when this happens because we were re-exporting all the audio from the Season 3 stuff. Out of 34 episodes, nine couldn't read one single piece a video in the middle every single time that happened i saved it till the end i just like uh, episode 12 God. went through reauthorized did, 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 did the whole thing started going through them and in about three episodes in it would fucking d- be fucked so again and then they have to do all that stuff again and then it would magically load and then continue it's a nightmare so so um, here's the
1: thing when people when everyone switches to fucking open source software this is why.
0: I think so, but I do. A here's lot the thing. of a lot of Hold open source software has the same problem separately from the DRM stuff. But here's the thing. They're plug in, they don't oh, get. Yeah. It yet. No,
1: here's the thing. So the whole thing I used to buy software, a lot of yeah. software because it's better. Yeah. Right? It's like this mm-hmm. it was better software. They're getting to the point where it's so janky that, that you get nothing for your money. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is the thing: it's like buying Adobe Premiere is now so bad that if you're going to deal with all that shit, just use Caden Live on Linux right, yeah. or Blender. Like, it's now the point of paying you money was supposed to be an effortless experience. Yes. You have made it into an experience that is as janky as the free stuff. Yep. So, when everyone stops buying your software, don't wonder why. Yeah. You did it to yourself and yeah. you don't see it happening yet. But it's gonna fucking happen because you've created such a hostile user experience that they're just waiting for the time that they can switch to yeah. something else.
0: Well I think the thing is is most people are seeing the fact that updating is always a bad move now. It's <laughs> never, always bad. never, never update. Bad. When you update, your files are not gonna load again. So they just yeah. freeze. Yeah. And because everything's getting that worse, the only time I'm ever updating is when I'm forced to by like okay. Fuck, it doesn't run in Windows 8. And so for me now, that always is like, well, it goes into the VM and it's slower. It's like I just don't – fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it all. Ah, The only only frustrating thing is I have a lot of apps that are not 64-bit. And for media, 64-bit just wins because you get random crashes in 32-bit apps when you deal with a lot of media. Because – Nobody checks all of their memory allocations everywhere. They're sprinkled through already, and when you are dealing with a lot of memory, you will a lot of media. You will eventually get fragmentation, and then you just get random crashes. Yes, yes. Even Premiere got a lot better going to sixteen. Of day, course, it day. did. Yes. Even Premiere, and that's saying something. Yes. But uh, I just wish I could have like Premiere before they added this fucking cloud author the the authorization. I mean, this right, is right. I don't use the cloud shit. I'm stuck on right. six forever. Right. Um so I think the the I mean anyway the the long story is is I just got to get onto something because ffmpeg reads all of these files perfectly of course so I just need to get something that is an editor that – because you don't need very sophisticated stuff. Chayden, and there are very Chayden good – Live
1: is totally fine for just chopping yeah, up video. Yeah. I've used it before and it's totally fine. Yeah, it could, just does, probably do. doesn't do the sophisticated yeah. stuff. But I mean
0: the funny thing is is there actually – Premiere doesn't do the sophisticated stuff. Yeah, I mean they do do shit. something that is – they do – sometimes their filters are semi-magic. Their auto-stabilization stuff, you're just like, holy fuck. But that is also probably something you can find out there. So Yeah. anyway – uh all right we are we are way past we our are normal way past hour time. but we had to get a lot of complaining in
1: That was just a rant cast and I'm rant fine cast. with that
0: Yeah we did a rant cast
1: Plugins bad DRM H- horrible HTML Piano bad. sample people who ship VSTs the worst mm-hmm.
0: Yes to be fucking continued, motherfuckers. Right, right. Call us if you have experience making sample yeah. libraries. We will see
1: you as the last laugh, my friends. We will see who has the last laugh, <laughs> yeah. the the last last laugh <laughs> piano people.
0: <laughs> we will see. All right, everybody. Um, join us next week. We'll talk about uh, McGrath we'll the Crime Dog. You want to talk about McGrath yeah, the Crime Dog? All right. We'll, we'll get
1: talk. to McGrath the Crime Dog
0: next week. Next week for sure. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks,
1: everybody.